K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. I have no idea how this is going to sound, mostly because this is both via phones. Uh, so it's going to sound like you're going to sound normal, like a normal podcast recording. I'm going to sound like how someone sounds over the phone. But are we sure about that? Because I am also on the phone. Yeah, because I've used this before. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's start out with explaining the fact that you are not in South Korea right now. No, I'm not in South <laughs> Korea right now. I am in London. <laughs> you don't have to give like a super large summary. Just like give us the um, bullet points. Yeah, um, I was supposed to go to South Korea with my best friend. A whole trip was planned. We get there and they're like, oh, you can't come in. And I was like, oop. And then they were like, well, you can come in if you pay $1,300 each. We were like, oh, that's going to leave us with no money. Um, so then we were like, okay, like where else can we go? Because we were fortunate enough to be able to do that. And um, then we were like, yo, there's a cheap flight to London. And so now here I am. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, anyone London. has seen the TikTok. <laughs> Now you know who I am, but um, <laughs> uh, London has been on your top list for a while. Yeah, it's it's it has moved down over the years because I'm not mm-hmm. at Anglophile status as like 13 year old me was. But um, now that the shock and everything is wearing off, I'm slowly reconnecting with my inner child and she's <laughs> getting more and more excited by the minute. So. It's really great. I, I'm so like just floored that I'm here. So yeah. <laughs> it's wild. And uh, back to K-pop news. Let's talk about Kepler's debut. <gasps> yes, Kepler. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I didn't. I wasn't too big on the song when I first heard it, but I 100% believe it's because I didn't like the music video. Um, yeah. Because the dance shots. I don't know if anyone else has had this experience, but. The dance shots were just so like not good and there were so many moments when they all looked out of sync and I was like this is not right like I know that they're better than this um, but then I saw a stage and I was like oh this song bangs and yeah they are super in sync someone just really messed up in the music video process but yeah love that so happy for them so excited to see what kind of sound they're going to grow into they're already starting off strong though so it's great. Yeah, and um, I myself did not watch the show because that's just not, I can't handle that sort of thing. <laughs> but I was always very excited because I've been following Yeso since she was a part of Busters because Busters is one of my favorite, like really small name groups that has changed a lot over time, but it's fine. Um, and I always, when Yeso debuted in Busters, I was like, wow, she is eons ahead of everyone else. And so when we found out she was going to be on the show, I was like, great, she needs to be in this group. Um, I'm still upset that this is a contract group because I think contract groups, especially in COVID, should not exist. Yeah, because they don't have enough time to do their do a really good promotion overseas and everything and stuff. Exactly. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I really like the song. I really like the B-sides. Oh, Uh, yeah. 
excited to see what else they do. Um, and it is nice that my bias is already decided. I don't even have to really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was here for her when she had purple hair debuting in Busters. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> ready. Um, I we <laughs> as far as authors go, I wanted to revisit re with a chance so that's their name r-e-e with a chance all one word um and the last time we read their work they said that they would really like us to read either their shiny or nct works and um one of the first uh stories in their book is a shiny one and i wanted to read this one because despite the fact that I know very little about Shiny and its members, this member that this one is centered around, Key, um, mm. when he was coming back, or when they when Shiny was getting ready to come back, uh, he was all over my TikTok for you page. Literally, <laughs> constantly. He was like doing V-Lives and people would comment like, oh, I'm in class right now, but I'm watching. And he would just, and he was speaking in English. So there was a lot of clips of just that I could easily understand of him just being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop. <laughs> and he was unafraid to be like, I'm drinking right now. I mean, obviously, because he's like a full adult. But yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of, sorry, I'm going to take one other tangent before we read the story. Um, I saw a TikTok recently that was talking about how it's very exciting that all these new fourth gen groups are just so highly talented, but mm-hmm. everyone is so young that we don't really have any groups like EXID or like Sistar that are doing like sexy grown woman concepts. Yeah. And I mean, rightfully so, people are too young to be doing that, but yeah. it sucks that we're missing that right now in K-pop. <laughs> no one's yeah, really- Yeah, I gotta agree. Twice was like almost getting there, but then they kind of like regressed a little bit, um, which is fine because their sound is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. We don't have that like um, that kind of style, you know. Mm-hmm. And I miss it. Um, yeah. I constantly mix miss EXID, but that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one shot is called "Oh, Just Some Severe Love Sickness." Shiny, um, author's note, I guess. Old friends. Hmm. Okay. Your office clock's hour finally strikes six. It was evening. Most people would be relaxed and grateful. It was finally a weekend and the working hours were over. You groaned and glared at the clock on the left side of the wall. No, 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 you whined. No, I've got to do something. Got to do something. Think fast. Think before the ruthless fiend is here. Should I just go? (laughs) You thought out loud. You exhaled deeply and decided to leave abruptly as you hurriedly shut down your office laptop and held your handbag rushed to the elevator and pressed the button to the second basement where your car was parked. You were relieved to see more people rushing in. The more crowded it got, the less conspicuous you become. When you were finally to the basement, you smiled widely. Going somewhere, you heard his (laughs) provoking voice. That smile on your face drops. You turned around to see him now leaning on the car beside yours in his neat suit and awfully smug face. What are you doing here? He heard you ask. Her eyes were glazed over. She didn't even seem surprised. That should be mine line, don't you think? He said. He noticed, as usual, her atten- 
So this switched back and forth <laughs> <laughs> from first person to third person. So I'm going uh, into third person now. Um, that should be my line, don't you think? He asked. He noticed as her usual attention was diverted to some passerby. She pressed her dark red lips and looked at him with big eyes without blinking and feigning sincerity. I had this important thing. I told you, right? She said, a faint smile on his face. Here it comes, he thought. He looked her up and down every now and then, and he would wonder to himself the same set of facts and questions about her. She is probably one of the most self-assured persons, sorry, people he has met in his life, and she is dreadfully forthright, super quirky, and in her own way, stunningly gorgeous, and maybe that's all what made her charming, but these were the things that occupied only a little in his mind. Mm. And what would that be? He scoffed. He knew he would regret asking, but he did it anyway. I have to leave because she stalled, never once breaking eye contact with him. The thought that occupied majorly on his mind, and most of the time, was just resurfacing again when he saw the shine in her eyes as she comes up with something that she could definitely say without much thought. (laughs) The next next line. Um... I've got to get pregnant. I told you. I have to leave because I want to get pregnant. <laughs> Didn't something like this happen in another fit that we read? I feel like it did in the story yeah. last week. And this is a different author. This is oh my gosh. You know? Scary. <laughs> That's all I feel when I read that is scary. Yes, she is fucking crazy. Now, if anyone would look at him, it would be quite a sight. His eyes pitiful, but the disdain scowl on his face was contrasting. It wasn't common to see such expressions. He sighed as he held her wrist and started to walk. Let's not talk about it, he said in a weary voice. More and more people were exiting as they were entering back into the building. She whined softly as she tried to pull her hand back. Hey, just let me go already. You know I have no chance at marriage. No one is crazy enough. This is all I can do. I've reached a certain point in my life where I want to leave. Oh, okay. That's a little different than like than just like making up the fact that you would like to get pregnant and that's how you avoid confrontation. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would you want to introduce your kind to this world? Don't you think your existence is terrifying enough? Oh gosh. She ignored his words, and she saw a group of people approaching her with their eyes already on the both of you. (laughs) She smirks. More people, more drama, and maybe this time she can go home on time after work. I think we're slipping back into first person for the female in the story. Mm. Tell me why you're doing this to me. All I want is a weekend to just go home, get knocked up. (laughs) You know how hard it is to get pregnant these days. Stop wasting my time, you said hysterically. You wanted attention and you were sure to get it as you could see people shifting their gaze and (laughs) coughing uncomfortably. Noticing their reaction, he pulled on a coaxing smile and a honeyed voice. (laughs) She just got hit by my car's door. That's the concussion talking. (laughs) What the heck? You glared at his back and discreetly rolled your eyes at fellow employees when you saw them smile and snicker with relief. You were sure you were sure you heard I thought she had gone crazy. Only if you could figure out who it was so you could have a talk 
Good talk about insanity. Of course, they believed him easily. He was a marketing director, a rank rather phenomenal for his age. Just let me go, at least this time. I promise I won't complain again. I really have plans. I'm serious. I want to get pregnant before it's too late. Your futile attempt didn't affect him, but he did say something intriguing enough to make you smile. Hey, 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 if that's all you're worried about, don't be. I'll help you with that. I don't want you in my bloodline. That's even better. I'll find you someone else. Don't worry. Don't he said. You in my bloodline. <laughs> he said as you stepped back into the elevator, an annoyingly satisfied smile on his face. Have you read about that murder in the elevator a few days back? It was a headline, you asked him oh. randomly. <laughs> he instinctively gulped. No, but did you read the emails I sent you of the 10 years policies? Do you really think I read those in my free time? Is it not enough that you harassed me on the weekends into overtime with no pay? You said with a troubled smile. You looked at his blank face. Honestly, not at all, he replied without regret. You closed your eyes and your <laughs> you closed your eyes as your hands inched closer to his neck. It's all for the best. You already told people that I've been concussed. Maybe I'll get acquitted. If not, it's worth it. He held both your wrists in his hand and told you to open your eyes as he said, You are already so lonely. Do you really want me to die? Who would ever annoy you like me? Yeah, you're right, you said, pulling away and pulling your arms back. But I would appreciate it if you give me back my weekends. Time skip. He watched as you whirled and vibed without any music. He laughed. What? <laughs> Hello? He, he laughed quietly beside you. It was twilight. The parking of the courthouse was not particularly busy, but you diverted but your diverting performance earned a few frowns and smiles on your way. You took a deep breath of the evening air. So this is what freedom feels like, you exclaim. Why are you saying it like you just got out of prison? He scoffed. Working with you is worse than that, you stated. You were overjoyed. Finally, the dispute over an impending scheme and government policy was resolved through arbitration. You and Kibam had to pull on several all-nighters skimming through the running 10-year scheme and other linked policies to help your lawyers too. Oh, that's what she meant <laughs> by 10-year policies. You weren't actually responsible for this, but he dragged you along because apparently your life was sailing smoothly. You would assuredly get credits for this and you knew he was tactically doing this for your sake, but you weren't sure if you want this. Let's celebrate, he said. You put on a look of disdain. With you, the prison thing sounding really good instead, you said with a smile. Do you have better plans? With whom exactly? He said with a condescending smirk. A pitiful silence passed. You sighed and had a threateningly sweet smile on your face as you looked at him and said in a sugary tone, the moment I find that whom, I would ditch your ass right away. Just hang in there. I've been hanging in there for like 10 years now, so I guess you mean 50 more years to come. You'll probably be buried in a graveyard by then, and finally you'll find your people laying beside you, he replied back imitating your zealous tone what the heck it's already been 10 years 14 if she counts their college life too oh my gosh this bears them with a history of classmates although they never talked or didn't remember any interaction even if they shared most of the classes then a history of a short internship and acquaintances then a history of trixie and whimsical goal rivalry then an unexpected friendship which she is still staggered about then a history of housemates which lasted for three years then a period of disregard and arguments from all the pressure of being alive then apologies followed <laughs> right now they were settled at best and old friends 
They don't recall a dull instant around each other. Yes, many hard times and times where they were sure they would struggle into another death match if they heard one more goddamn word out of each other's mouths. She watched him pour a third glass of wine and she took a sip, feeling heavy in her chest. She wasn't a delightful person, rather absurd and unpredictable. She's well aware of all the trouble she might have to put him through in the company. Okay, I give you a free pass today. You are free to talk about all the times I've screwed you over, so don't be shy. God, you have fucked me up so many times. Every single one of them is still so clear in my head, he said, cutting your words. That was a quick reply. You mumbled, but he continued. Why do you have to disappear without a word and turn off your phone? I've made so many excuses about it being cause of... Oh, I've made so many excuses about it, like... Because a sick family member, or you're sick, just to take a day off. Why have it be the whole damn week? Ridiculously, I still feel like I'm the one who doesn't deserve the day off listening to their stupid discipline, and how come all of the superiors don't like me when they are so chirpy and smiley with you? He said as he sipped the glass and... (laughs) Sipped the glass, drinking through the bottle. You chuckled softly at his whining. Go on, spit out all your anger and frustration, you said, taking his bottle and drinking some. He looked at you with hesitation. Do you want to know the real reason I moved out of the apartment, he asked. You vaguely nodded. It was September. (laughs) It was a September night of 2015. God, I don't want to remember it. (sighs) You had over your date. Although we agreed not to bring partners home. Remember, I told you I would be working all night, but somehow I got back home early and you went... and went straight to bed, but woke up around two to get some water. Then I heard you. He paused, taking a deep breath. I hate that I love you so much. That's why I'm deciding the ending of it, and I don't want to hurt both of us. He oh, my God. From that night, imitating your voice precisely, as if he thought about it often. He made some retching sound. I still feel nauseous, he said with a shudder as he unbuttoned two buttons of his shirt. What bullshit is that even? It doesn't even make sense. You break <laughs> up with those he said looking at you you sighed running your hand through your hair and you went to grab a few beer cans from his refrigerator you sat on his living room floor beside him in front of the tv which played some action thriller you rested your head on the couch he won't leave me alone what else would i say at least i'm satisfied satisfying his hopeless romantic by saying those words god wait till you see the birthday cards i received from him you said chugging your beer i would always feel you the night <laughs> the sky feels Oh, I would always feel you like the sky feels the earth so far, but so close. The night reminds me of your eyes. Jeez, such a tragic fate. I'll wait for you in the next life. He cut you off by putting three ice cubes in your mouth. Please stop. (sighs) You cough and put them on a tray. You glared at him, but nothing as this was to complain all you want night. Do you have anything else you asked? I don't like when you take away and wear my clothes, he said. His face was getting a little red. Yours too, but you drank anyway. I won't apologize for this because it's lame. (laughs) You never apologized for a thing. I'm listening to your dramatic rants. Isn't that enough? He Mm. opened one of the cans you brought and drank slowly. You two watched the TV in silence until he spoke. Do you have something to say too? You pondered with a light head. His words, yes, they were making him nervous and igniting an exciting feeling in your chest you nodded with your you nodded and slowly looked at him i think i love you you were sure you told your mouth not to say anything but it still rudely said those words he quickly turned to look at you his eyes narrowed just a little analyzing your wide eyes messy hair your dazed look 
and then your glistening red lips. He sighed as he averted his eyes, pretending he heard nothing or coming up with excuses like, it's probably just the alcohol. He didn't want to know why his heart was beating so loud that he could feel it so intensely, even in the haze state or what this was, feeling it inside his chest. He was startled with wide-eyed gaze when you grabbed his collar and made him look at you. Didn't you hear me? He said nothing, his hands on his wrists, his hands on your wrists, holding gently. He noticed your eyes were a little cloudly, little cloudly, cloudly, <laughs> little cloudy, but still had a shine in them. He didn't believe it was a good sign. Or do you want to hear my September night 2015 version? Please don't. Hey, Kibum, I think I love you so much that I feel like, surprisingly, he managed to stop you. Although it was his lips that were doing most of the work, his hands were on your face now to break it off. I'm so done with you and you can't say things like this. Do you get it? He asked. You eagerly nodded and then <laughs> he pulled you in and kissed you again. Both of the, your hands tugging at each other's clothes. She broke off, getting up. He held your hand and got up too. Take your shirt off, you said. He scoffed. What did I just tell you? He pulled you in again as you fell onto the couch. Your lips moved with his in perfect rhythm. Your hands unbuttoning his shirt, he felt you smile against his lips. For some reason, he didn't stop you. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> very much ang- this is like very much angsty back and forth. Yeah. Friend always meant to be together but this is ross and rachel (laughs) (laughs) it really is though Uh, they didn't want to think about the morning even though dawn was already setting in the sky what would happen next seemed so dull to them that they pushed the thought far away soon their clothes entangled on the floor with empty bottles and spilled wine they didn't even seem to mind the partly soaked wine couch the feeling of the smile of each other's lips was all they needed another In the evening, when he woke up, he felt the drumming pain in his head, his body numb with fatigue. Everything felt slowed down. After half an hour of just laying, he could feel his extremely sore throat in the next few minutes when his head started remembering things. He sucked in a deep breath with eyes wide. He rubbed his face with his hand. He looked around and searched her apartment. No, he looked around and searched for you in his apartment. After a while, with no trace of you and your phone turned off, his eyes wandered around his clean apartment. He closed his eyes, a crushing pressure in his chest. He laughed in delusion. He was furious, he felt stupid, and mostly angry at himself. Did you really think cleaning would help? He thought out loud. He didn't (laughs) want to believe you were ghosting him just yet, so he waited for about a day to receive a message or picture from you where you would be somewhere in the middle of nowhere or in some stupid boat or in a meadow which you usually have done by now. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I guess she just disappears. (laughs) Then he waited for a whole damn week, hoping these feelings would drain away, but he just became more infuriated. When you unexpectedly and sneakily entered his office during lunch break, the words left his mouth before he could comprehend what was happening. Get lost. Thank you. I would love some coffee, you said, grinning at him. He took a shaky (laughs) breath, trying not to glare at her. Just go. I've had so much work to do. You acted as if you couldn't hear him and took the seat across from him. He tried to ignore your presence, but gave in after five minutes. Do you know how much (laughs) I'd hate to hear your annoying voice again? Your job 
diligently. It doesn't matter if you're innovative or smart or if you keep going like that. You'll be back at square one and God knows how many of how many family members of ours I've made sick and how many times. Make someone sick again. Oh, I was actually sick. What? Yeah. Are you all right now? He asked, his eyes filled with concern as he analyzed you. I'm better, you said as you fiddled with your pantsuit pocket. You took out a glossy square black box and slid it across the glass towards him. He frowned and looked at you. Open it, you said with a faint smile, although your eyes looked relaxed. He was, in fact, afraid to open it. It could be anything. He opened it despite feeling agitated. He laughed as if he was expecting this, but was still completely shocked. It was a ring. Two tones of with bits of white gold and rose gold. Wow. His hands felt cold and his heart beat wildly. He couldn't even find the words to express himself, so he laughed all loud. What, is this actually happening? He said in between laughs. Come back to Earth. I'm not proposing to you or anything. It's just one of the things I borrowed from you. I just damaged it a few months back. I knew it was all gold, but I had it combined. It looks better, doesn't it? He was still at a loss for words, but you had so much more to say. You leaned in, your eyes focused and glimmering with so many unspeakable emotions. I was so scared for all the times we've known each other, so I hid it for so long. Even when I'd repaired it, I was uncertain if you would actually like it. So I kept it to myself, and it was killing me, so I stupidly took a wild shot, and I don't regret it one bit. You might, <laughs> you might feel too uncomfortable, but I promise this will be one of the best things you have. So put it on. You said, your words disguised as an unsaid confession, making him feel all low and high. He wouldn't have had it any other way. You knew well how he disliked all mawkish and banal words. Mawkish and banal words. <laughs> mawkish and banal words. <laughs> Although he couldn't help it, but a smile put on his face as he put the ring on his finger. I love it, he said, surprised as your eyebrows raised. See, it's not that hard. You just don't try hard, she said. <laughs> not really, he said, getting back to his documents. By the way, what actually happened to you? He said, her unwell absence. Oh, just some severe love sickness. Please glow and, clear, and close the door after you. And that's the end of the fic. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. <laughs> a lot of like rage and back and forth and history. I know, like does like does he like her or not? Like just... <laughs> I think by the end we figure out that they both like each other, but they are still not ready for that commitment to each other. Yeah, I think what they need to work on themselves. <laughs> um I think therapy. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I feel like, despite how little I know about Shiny, this all feels very real for Keebum. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Possibly could be a good fan read. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, thank you, Re, with a chance. Um, there was one other thing I was going to tell you because you've been gone, obviously, and yeah. <laughs> I started last night. Started watching Singles Inferno. <gasps> Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you and think in this of fic, it? Oh, it's good. It's I'm enjoying myself. In this fic, when they said that Keybum was on his third glass of wine, all I could think about was one of the singles Inferno being like, oh, I drank about four glasses of wine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, my favorite 
girls are Soyeon and Yewon. So I was like mm. really disappointed when Yewon didn't get to go to Paradise oh, the first night. I was, I was so sad for her. Um, I'm only three three episodes in. Um, so I'm laughing at Sehun because he just doesn't seem to get that Jian does not like him. Oh my right gosh, now. he was literally driving me crazy. I <laughs> he and I didn't like him at first. I'm still not too big on him because, like, when he saw uh, Jian and he was like, "She's like her skin is so pale. She looks so pure and innocent." That just like made me want to barf. Right. <laughs> um, and when I started. When I really thought, like, with the very first episode and Jian came down, I was worried that every girl was going to look like her. But no, uh, they were literally all different. It was the yeah. guy, like, kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, I know all the guys were, like, pretty similar. And then Jintek came down. <laughs> he looked, like, so adult. Um, and then Soyeon. Oh, what a woman. I know. Yeah, that's um, why she's my favorite. <laughs> yeah it's it's very interesting to see i've never watched a korean reality dating show before exactly. don't even know of of any um i'm sure there are i just haven't well anyway um but and i watch a lot of love island and uh millie and i watch the bachelor bachelorette and stuff so it's so interesting to see the differences between especially from like love island like the difference in u.s love island UK Love Island, Australia Love Island are all there. And then now Singles Inferno from South Korea, it's like even more different. It's like crazy. Yeah, I thought that's what I want. That's why I wanted to check it out because we've been watching more reality TV, American reality TV lately. And so I wanted to see what that was. Although there are many, like you could pick out small differences. One thing is the same. The people, the people who go on these shows yeah. are the same no matter what country you're pulling them from. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad we were still able to record an episode. Um, I don't know. Are we going to have to do another one like this? Uh, no, because I am coming home January 16th, which is a Sunday. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm leaving at 10.15 in the morning, so uh, UK time. So I will get back. I will land at like 1.20 p.m. Uh, oh, Pacific okay. Standard Time. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So this is the only one we had to do this way. <laughs> yeah. It'll be right back to your regularly scheduled program in a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but with that, y'all, thanks for listening to this episode. If you want to catch us in between episodes, look up at K-pop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you like us, please be sure to give this podcast a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to K-pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. What a hey. What a hey. <laughs>